What is up, everybody? <laughs> this is the Spooky Town Podcast, and we welcome you to episode 11. Can you believe it? Co-host Stephanie slash oh, my sister. Uh, yeah, I can. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, episode 11. Awesome. First or no, second. I can't do math. I don't know. <laughs> it's our second first number out of the single digits. Second, <laughs> it's our first second um, episode after we left <laughs> the single digits. We are officially um, 11. We're officially 11 episodes old and we are so excited. Um, never thought we'd get this far. Thought for sure they'd cancel us after, you know. <laughs> episode two or three but no we showed them all we said get out of our face we're here and we're ready who was going to cancel us (laughs) um so this week we have a very exciting subject for you all um we're talking about a few of our favorite co-op horror games that we've discovered this last year in particular um, we're going to dig into three of them more specifically. And um, and not only are we going to talk about it, but we've actually got full videos of us playing these games that we'll point you to at some point. Uh, and they're super fun and they're great for playing with your friends if you're spread out all over the, the world. Um, they're perfect for that. So we'll dig into what those are in a little bit. But of course, as always, the first thing that we're going to talk about is the stuff that we've watched this week. Yeah. Yep. We're yep. doing it. That's what we're doing. That's it. That's what we're doing. Steph, what the heck did you watch? And you know what? Maybe what did you play too? Maybe let's we can do that if you played any games this week. Or over the last uh, two weeks, you could talk about that too. I did not play any games over the past two weeks. Last well, week, fuck. <laughs> like halfway through, <laughs> halfway through last week, I went camping, so I didn't do anything. That okay? No. Do phone games count? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I re-downloaded Plague Inc. and I've went through Ooh. some like custom scenarios, and yeah. they're uh, they're less depressing now. I think. Nice. It's like less t- of a too soon situation. So right. I was doing that. Um, but yeah, I didn't play any. I think maybe three weeks ago, I played a little bit of Far Cry 5. Um, mm, but that was pretty yeah. much it. And it's not a horror game. So. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll get into what I play. Well, I can. I, I guess I can talk about the games I played and then we can talk about movies. Um I just downloaded the new, well, it's not, it came out in 2019, but it's new on Switch. Um, Layers of Fear 2. Hmm. Heard about that? Um, Layers or layers? Layers. Sorry. Layers of Fear. As in cake, layers of cake like that, you know, (laughs) but it's fear. (laughs) Um, it's fun. <laughs> that sounds like a great horror-themed cake business idea. Ooh. <laughs> Where you just yeah. like mansplain what the business is to everyone who comes in. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Listen, if you have to ask, you don't get it. Um, and you got to leave. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a really, yeah, that's actually a perfect name for a horror bakery, Layers of Fear. That's freaking fantastic. So this one, it's good. I've never played the first one, um, so I'm going in blind, but it's fun. It's like a story-based first-person game um, that you super like realistic everything looks very um it's like hyper realism spooky good like small puzzles but um just just like hard enough where they're interesting but um easy enough for someone as as stupid as i am so they're perfect (laughs) they're perfect for that um are you looking it up right now yeah i just looked up are you is it layers of fear 2 or the first one layers of fear 2 it does look really awesome. It's pretty fun. Um, and it's pretty spooky so far. Like the when I very first started playing it, I got a little spooked and I had to kind of set it aside for a minute. But um, is it I've co-op? Been... No, it's first person, uh, just by yourself, single player shenanigans. Maybe there's a, I haven't dug too far into it. I don't think there's any other way you can play it i don't think there's i don't think there's like a um i don't know what i'm trying to say anyways uh it's very fun and you're like an actor i won't get this is not giving anything away but you're just like an actor on a spooky ship i trying to figure out what happened um because you were in a movie that was supposed to be filmed on this ship and there's like no one on it and everything's very spooky and there's spooky mannequins all over the place too um very good very creative and awesome um let's see uh well i've been playing little nightmares Hmm. also on switch Uh, i think that's little nightmares too i think it's also a sequel uh that is an incredible game it's uh on the scale from like how much you need to use your brain though. Sometimes it's a little bit too brain um, for where I'm no, at after work. I don't, I don't <laughs> like too brain. That's not personally for me. Yeah. I don't like to use my brain. It is gorgeous. It's like a beautiful game. Like the animation is insane and the bad guys are incredibly creepy and amazing. The sound, the sound design is awesome, but uh, it is like a puzzle game yeah i'm I'm joking about using my brain i'm fine with using my brain but (laughs) man fuck puzzle games am i right am i not wrong you're not wrong um so i've been playing those two little nightmares i took a bigger break on um because it requires skill and (laughs) um (laughs) so layers of fear doesn't really require that much skill you just have to kind of move your way through this big cool story um so very good definitely very recommend much up my alley um but yeah i don't i don't really know what else i've been playing i think those are kind of the main two but very fun mm-hmm. they all look really good uh so we just cut back in because <laughs> i suddenly got a bloody nose and <laughs> A bunch of blood dripped onto my white shirt. And Stephanie's this is got, while 
while oh, I'm ahead. looking at a, a still from the game, Ashley's or the the first game Ashley was talking about, <laughs> Layers of Fear, where there's a painting of some like mutilated body, and yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden I yeah. look down and I'm just like, oh cool, that's awesome. So <laughs> the first time I've Dude. gotten a bloody nose in like a really long time. I so. know, but that's, if that's creepy. Anything, if I. That's going to go into the... I'm going to do a little creepy pasta about it and be like, layers of fear was so scary that <laughs> even by looking it caused, at the picture... Yeah. <laughs> caused a bloody nose, which is usually harmless. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. So scary. Um, but if there's anything um, that watching like crime movies and horror movies has taught me, Mm-hmm. It's how to get blood out of fabric. So, oh, that's blot. true. That's true. I Don't. thought you were gonna say it's that a bloody nose means um, that the worst possible thing is about to happen to you. But I mean, that might also be true. Yeah. But <laughs> I at least know how to get it out. <laughs> so, something also my Thank impending you. Do- may also be um, already the. Wheels are already in motion. I yeah. don't know. You know the, what I mean. The harbinger has sung its song. No, I don't know. There's the no gears saying. are turning. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make a sing. <laughs> it's gonna happen, and it's gonna catch on. Um, but yeah, that's that, those are the games that we've been playing. So, Steph, what did what did you watch these last couple weeks? So, uh. Let me see. I'm wondering if I should go in the order of least infuriating to most infuriating. Let me add one more movie. Amory. Okay, so I'll go from least. (laughs) Uh, Watch the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Mm. Awesome. Uh, Watched Our House, which is a great little Canadian horror movie. Um, watch we watched a lot of we just started watching the, the walking dead again and we started over from the first season because we we're like mm-hmm. why not it's been so long and um i love uh, the first season of the walking dead the first season is really interesting in comparison mm-hmm. to the rest of it because it's yeah. so low budget and yeah. i feel like they were i don't know they were really doing something maybe not like super different but it had its own kind of unique vision and then yeah. it's still good in later seasons but it's very much like premiere like or not premiere but like premium tv do you know what i mean like they got a lot of budget and they got a lot of money yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they had to make do in the first like what two or three seasons i think mm-hmm. but yeah the first season's great um and then i watched insidious and insidious chapter two we watched Army of the Dead, the new Zack Snyder horror action movie on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone's talking about that one right now. That's like the talk of the town. It's so new that I'm not going to like, you know, spoil anything. Talk about it. But yeah. It was interesting. <laughs> it was definitely doing something. I think. Yeah. And that's like the best thing that I can say about Zack Snyder is even though I don't I certainly don't like all of his movies. Mm-hmm. I think he's at least doing something, you know? Yeah. So he's doing something that. and he likes what he's doing. Yeah. And I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's really all I can ask from someone. Yeah. Um, totes. 
And then, okay, let me see. I'm going to rank Leatherface as the second to last as far as infuriating goes. goes. Yeah. And then I'm going to say Resident Evil Apocalypse, which is the second Resident <laughs> Evil movie as the most infuriating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, because it was just bad. It was just yeah. really bad. Uh, but Leatherface was also really bad, so it's, do you, it's hard. Do you have, like, I don't know how many of the Resident Evil movies you've seen, but do you have any that you, like, really like out of that entire franchise? I've seen two, and okay. it's the first two. Okay. Out of the, fir- out of the first two, I like the first one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and I really like, I mean, I'm a really big fan of Paul W.S. Anderson. Um, cause he's kind of another like Zack Snyder type, but I actually like pretty much everything that he's done as far mm-hmm. as I know. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he obviously directed the first one. Um, and then in 2004, when they were going to put out the second one, he like dropped out of it because like conflicted with him he had already committed to making alien versus predator and honestly thank god because that movie Mm. is a blessing unto us Mm -hmm. all um but then some other dude took over the second movie and it was it was just it's like (laughs) it's like surreal how bad it is (laughs) it's it's so terrible (laughs) like i'm sure uh i'm not i've never played okay no that's not true I have played a Resident Evil game. I've only played a little bit of Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. Mm. And I don't really know how much of a Resident Evil game it is. It seems like it's kind of its own thing. Um, yeah. I don't know how it connects to the larger universe, really. I noticed that about the games, which I didn't realize because I've, I'm very yeah. much new when it comes to video games. But yeah, I figured I've- they were all... Sorry, I keep interrupting you, but I figured oh, no, they were on. all set in like that Umbrella core like era I, or like that whole, you know, I thought it was all going to stay pretty close. But I've watched on, people on YouTube play Resident Evil games and I'm like, oh, these are like real different. Yeah, stories. I don't I don't I honest, I don't really know how it connects to the I'm sure it is in the same universe, obviously, but yeah, right. I have no idea. Uh Resident Evil 7 Biohazard is pretty good, though. I've played Mm -hmm. the beginning like 500 times, and then I always quit because I'm too much of a scaredy cat. (laughs) (laughs) And it gets too hard. (laughs) Mm, This is too hard. (laughs) That's how I am with video games, too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Especially with horror video games. I'm like, it's no, it's too hard. It's too scary. I can't do it. (laughs) Because not only is it difficult, but it's also like high octane, like stress and adrenaline. I have no idea how I finished. um, What is it? P2? Is that what it's called? Oh, P2. It was, um, yeah. Or PT. I'm sorry, not P2. That's that's a horror uh, movie. (laughs) That's a horror. (laughs) No. If I've ever heard one. Now that's a horror. <laughs> no, PT, playable trailer. Back in my day. Yeah. Yeah. That was a horror. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a horror. And that's a horror. <laughs> okay, we need to. <laughs> yeah. Um, By the way, sorry. 
Yeah. Uh, we we record just a little peek behind the curtain. We record using Zencaster. And um, for Stephanie, I can see all of her uh, sound. And mine is just completely flat. So let's hope that <laughs> it's recording. Oh, I can see your sound. Okay, thank God. All right. Yeah. Um, continue. <laughs> You said no. you were playing PT, which I have something oh, to say about yeah. too. But yeah, I I have no idea how I ever finished it. I think just because it's I knew that it's short and that it ends at some point. Yeah. Um, because most, as we all know, most horror video games don't end. Uh, so that was good. No, I'm just <laughs> as we yeah, as I, I was as is normal. Mm-hmm. I was promised Norman Reedus at the end of it, and that's what I got, and I was happy with that. And then they decided to pull the plug on Silent Hills, and everything sucked. So, you know, anyway, that's a different. Yeah, because why not? Why not just rip the rug out from like an insanely pop- popular universe? Um, yeah, I. But, so, uh, oh, go no, ahead. you go. You go. No, no, you go. No, I'll go. No. Um. <laughs> so. <laughs> In our Instagram stories this week, you know, I was schmoozing with the fans and I was like, fans, I call them spookies. Um, I said, hey, spookies, Uh, what horror games do you like to play? Because we're going to be talking about horror video games this week on the pod. And um, somebody, wait, hold on. I can tell you who in just one second, because I believe he is a filmmaker jackson stewart is his name that's not him (laughs) okay apparently there's another jackson stewart who is like a oh here he is i found him okay yes jackson stewart is the director of beyond the gates which is one of my favorite horror movies and he follows us on instagram Oh, and yes, and he oft um, we not to brag, but we engage with each other's content. And um, he content said, "Creators, <laughs> yeah, when you're a content creator, you just you're on a different level <clears throat> than everyone else, you know. When you're, you're an just, influencer. When you're an influencer, you just get it. Um, anyways, Jackson uh, said that Silent Hill one through four were his favorites. And um, I said, that's awesome. And I need to play them, but I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, Stephanie, I believe they are only available on like consoles. Like they're on PS4 or something. Yeah, I think they're not on, well, some of them can be played on PS4, but actually, yeah, I don't. Okay. Don't quote me on that. I think I'm quoting you. I'm going to make that the preview for the episode (laughs) however (laughs) stephanie fucking said (laughs) however the first the first game Uh is only on the ps1 and it's like impossible Mm. to find unless you want to pay like a like way too much on ebay um because you also obviously have to get a ps1 right the second and third third i know are on ps2 i don't know if the fourth is as well um because i didn't play these at the time and we never had um the the first console we ever got (laughs) was an n64 and then we got an the original xbox and that's what we had for like 
the, yeah. pretty much the rest of my childhood. So I never had a PlayStation and I didn't play Silent Hill um, growing up. So like, I'm sure I'm getting a lot of this wrong. But I know for a fact that it, at the very least, the second and third on the PS2. Um, and then I don't know what the rest are on. Um, some form of Xbox and PlayStation and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. However, they did do like it's like the Silent Hill HD collection where they like revamped um, the second and third game, I think mm. um, for Xbox. And they had oh, cool. new voice actors mm. um, for some reason. I I forget why. Maybe it was like some sort of like um, rights issue, mm. um, but they had new voice actors like dubbed over the old ones. The only thing with that, and I played, I own it on the original, or not the original Xbox. I own it on Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've played it, and it's probably because I haven't, um, well, no, that's a lie. I have played the second and third, <laughs> the originals. <laughs> Maybe it's just because it's not like this, like, I didn't like grow up playing it. I'm not like this diehard playing Silent Hill fan. I love Silent Hill, but I didn't, I honestly have not played that much of it in my life. But there was a lot of criticism for the HD collection because of like, I think because of the the voice actors and it was kind of weird. And then mm. they like re-recorded some like sounds, but I just heard that the sound was off and it was like mm. just weird. Kind of messed with the whole the, vibe. Like the visuals were off and it just made it kind of worse. I think right. kind of like sometimes not everything needs to be HD because maybe that's part of what made it scary, you know? Mm. Yeah. Um, but I have actually played um, the second and third games because this uh, dude that I worked with for like two whole seconds, <laughs> like right after, I think it was right after I graduated, I worked at a, a Target. Um, it was great. It was a great point in my life. Um, <laughs> he, I remember that. You worked the yeah. night shift at Target. Oh, yeah. That was not good. Um, he got me a PS2. <gasps> That's right. Oh my yeah. god, some guy bought you a PlayStation. Stephanie's got it, dude. She's got it. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> I don't have it anymore. No one's buying me clothes. All I'm saying is no one ever bought me a freaking gaming console. Well, um, but then Jay bought me a PS4. <laughs> like <laughs> way back in the day, like seven years ago at this point. <laughs> Steph, you need to teach classes. You gotta teach some I classes. Do. Down how to use your center. bod to get the most the <laughs> how to, well no how to get, use your bod to get a video game console i guess <laughs> how <That's>, yeah yeah <laughs> how to be so cool <laughs> that people just give you gaming consoles at random that's the class yeah. uh yeah i don't know where i was going with this but oh yeah, i was just I, asking I you about silent hill and like how to play it so it sounds like it kind of uh, made the switch a little bit. Um, and when Stephanie mentioned the fact that we got the Nintendo 64 was our first console, uh, I feel like it's important to clarify that we got it when um, the Xbox was already like on its way out. And I think the next, I think Nintendo was even like moving on to the next thing. So there was only like two games left in the store and they were, it was Mario no. Kart mario party and then we also had mario tennis 
and they were like not selling they like started to discontinue nintendo 64 games after we bought it but then we found them online later like i think we bought a few more on like ebay or something but they didn't have any in the store Remember, we used to go and try to find N64 games and there was nothing there. And we were like, it was all GameCube or something. It was whatever the next console was. I don't remember. This isn't ringing true in my head, but I believe you. (laughs) Because we always made that joke because we were too poor to get the N64 until it was already like on its way out, which is why mom and dad were able to like afford it. I gotta Google this. When did because I was out? thirteen, so I I okay. Think that it was came, oh, go ahead. It came out in nineteen ninety six, so I would have been five, and I definitely was like eight or nine. I think when we yeah, because I think I was yeah. either twelve or thirteen. Um, by the time we got it, so I think it had been out for a few years, and they were moving on to like a different console, or they had just released something else. I don't know. Maybe I think the GameCube was the next thing to come out. Anyways. I think so. Um, I, that's just, it's just funny because we were kind of just stuck with like a couple different games, but then we got the Xbox and. Well, but do you remember Freddy's flicks? Um, yes. It was a, like, I think they also rented, well, they obviously also rented movies, but they also rented um, games. Yes. In Placerville. Oh, oh my God. Yes. I, the store. That's where I discovered my love for Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie, which are like, I thought they were like the just hottest shit of all time. That's but right. For, for some reason, it like, I don't really know why we couldn't buy them, but we I could rent it over and over. So I just rented it over and over because yeah. I'm like, I'm still playing. And I I was so in love oh with those games. And then, Freddy's Flicks. Yeah. They so and then they yeah. went out of business. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, they were they were like a uh for everyone listening, like a video rental place in the town that we lived in, uh Placerville. They were down in like Diamond Springs, I remember, right? Yeah. And I remember exactly where they were. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I still remember walking in there. I can remember I can see the whole place in my brain. Um, and they had like a a sexy video section or whatever in the back remember with like the beaded curtains and stuff it was like kind of no. a classic setup it was like the sexy X-rated. video game section oh not video games like sexy like video like porn like softcore porn remember Freddy's how flicks rented out softcore porn they all did they always like the video places always had like a room that 18 plus only could go into and they were huh. always behind like a beaded curtain and it was like Softcore porn is what they would rent out back there. And that know. one had it. I was a wee innocent child. <laughs> Mine eyes did not. Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> All I wanted was to renew Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie. I don't know why we never bought them because I feel like that would have added up. But I also it, feel like games yeah. were really hard to buy. Like N64 games became really hard to buy for a while. Um, because they yeah. like kind of stopped making them, but yeah, I remember you renting that over and over. That just jogged yeah. a memory I haven't thought of in years. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Those were, and then I finally actually I bought both of them on eBay a few years ago. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, full circle. You've come full yep. circle. Um, you have an N sixty four at your house. I brought the N sixty four. Oh, from from Dad's yeah. house. Okay. I also cool. have the Sega. 
What? And I've never used it <laughs> to come over to your house. Yeah. The only thing I don't miles have, away, but <laughs> yeah. The only thing I don't have is the original Xbox, I think. Mm. I think that thing eventually became like just a tank, you know? Yeah. And it's like, there's not, there's not as much like cool shit that you can. Oh, there's a lot of cool shit on Xbox. No, I'm, I'm saying I think it eventually became like a paperweight. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like it just broke down. Um, Cool. So you watched Resident Evil and Leatherface. Yeah. Um, <laughs> For everyone uh, wondering, don't <clears throat> watch Leatherface. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen it, and I kind of don't. I. I, <laughs> I was okay. <laughs> We're eventually going to get to the rest of the episode and what you watched. How? Yeah. Okay. But let me just say this. Yeah, say I, it. So when we were camping, <laughs> that's the only time of the year that I ever actually sit down and read anything. So I brought the um, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre book that you and I are both oh, yeah, yeah. read by Joseph Lanza, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and in part of it, in one of the chapters, um, he mentions the movie Leatherface a few times. And is talking about kind of how it compares to their original, specifically talking about like the family dynamics present yeah. in that movie, as opposed in contrast to the family dynamics in the original mm-hmm. and how they differ a lot. Um, and he was saying that it's it's not, it's like actually kind of good, you know, like it's certainly not great and it didn't do a lot of things well, but that there was like something redeeming about it. And I'm like, okay, fine good enough like i don't really want to watch the other sequels that much um but sure i'll watch that i like origin stories you know Mm -hmm. i'm a sucker Mm -hmm. for them so yeah i rented it uh yeah don't do that not good (laughs) don't pay money for it (laughs) yeah i we're i mean i know we're we're pretty excited for the new one that they're um they're coming out with right now the um the director david blue garcia um, not to, I just feel like I keep name dropping, but we also follow each other on Instagram. And, um, <laughs> he posted something the other day where he had like half the picture blacked out, but, um, you could see that he was on like a zoom call or something with legendary, which is the, um, yeah. Production house. And, uh, I was like, <gasps> I said, I don't know what this is, but I know it has to do with like TCM is what I said. And he, he just sent back a bunch of exclamation points and I was like, ah, <laughs> so we're excited. He's working on the next one, which is going to be, we've talked about it a bunch, but it's going to be the, um, more of a direct remake of the original. So super excited. So it's not, I looked it up. It's set. Oh, six or not 60 years. It's set, uh, 40 years or something after, the original or mm. 50 i don't i don't know oh, you're right no. you're right i got uh, that wrong yeah leatherface is supposed to be in his 60s yeah yeah sorry it's it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the first one right it's going to be like a direct it's more of like ignoring like, all of the plot points that evolved in all of the remakes and doing and just kind of going off the original yeah all I know is that he's supposed to be like old man Leatherface because in your yeah. 60s, I guess you're an old man. Um, one thing also <laughs> right. about Leatherface, the movie, 
is the the fucking timeline of what how old Leatherface is supposed to be makes zero goddamn sense. I, I think I figured out if the timeline uh, according to Leatherface is accurate, that means that he was like 25 or something in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And I'm like, no goddamn way he's 25 in that movie. Mm. No, absolutely not. Hmm. It's hard to tell. It. It's hard to tell how old he is. I mean, like... I'm telling you how old he is, and he was not 25. <laughs> but his brother kind of looks like he could be in his 20s or 30s. Like, well, and and so he could. The be. hitchhiker is apparently older than Leatherface, according to the. And that's the, his brother. That's supposed to be like his brother, right, or his cousin, or something. No, his brother. And so he looks like he's like in his maybe late 20s, early 30s. His brother. So he could yeah. be, he could be the young, like just built like a house, younger brother. I don't know. Who knows? Anyways. Um, what did you watch? Ashley? I watched. Another <laughs> <laughs> we're done talking about. I don't, I have a pretty bullshit. short list because um, we, uh, we didn't watch a ton like over the last couple weeks. I, um, I got my second vaccine, which is super exciting, but we mm-hmm. spent most of that time just kind of chilling on the couch watching like comedies because that was about as much as I could handle just brain wise. So we didn't watch a ton that weekend that were spooky, but what I did watch was Seder. Have you seen that stuff? No, but it's on my list. I'm, I'm very interested to talk to you about that one. Um, I have a lot of thoughts about Seder. Um, good. It like, it was good, but I want to like talk to you about it. You know how I, I like yeah. don't know how I feel about it yet, and I need to talk to somebody. No, about yeah, it. yeah, no, um, I get it. <laughs> so Seder, um, we watched had a John Carpenter moment and watched Escape from New York actually just a couple days ago. Um, I love that movie. I just think it's so good. I just want to live in like an eighties John Carpenter movie, like. I want to live in that world. It's so cool to me. I don't know, like not escape from New York specifically, but I just love John Carpenter well, and I love which John Carpenter eighties movie. Do you want to live in? Cause aren't the rest of them horror? I mean, yeah, you want, okay. You want to live in the thing? I don't want, no. Okay. The, I want to live in the vibe. Okay. I don't want to like live in the world. I kind of just want to live in the, okay. in the vibe of like, <laughs> creepy neon 80s mullets like uh lots of i don't know just like his movies are so atmospheric and cool and i just love the the feeling you get from watching them you know is more of what i mean i don't mean literally i want to go live in manhattan the maximum security prison um with (laughs) kurt russell i mean i mean (laughs) i like the vibe (laughs) i mean i like john carpenter with Russell yeah. in the 80s. <laughs> Dude, he has the best far. pants. He has the best <laughs> pants in that movie too. Yes. He he's wearing he's wearing like these and and I said this when we watched it. Um it reminded me of something you would wear when you were a kid because it's like <laughs> he's got these pants on that are are like these striped like yoga pants and then he's got the biggest like boots. <laughs> 
Like that is exactly something that I would have worn. Over the top <laughs> boots I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, that looks like something Stephanie would have worn when she was yep. a kid. Um, Stephanie was a big fan of like large boots. Um, boots. Still am. I not I didn't say boobs. Okay. Also um, that. <laughs> so Escape from New York, which isn't really horror, but um, and then I watched The People Under the Stairs, which is a Wes Craven um movie and um it's okay. it's all right. <laughs> um I watched 10 minutes of a movie called Stay. Um <laughs> is that number one on your most frustrating list? Oh my god. It's like and I and I say this with all the love in the world because <laughs> if you if you're out there making a horror movie are automatically like that's cool but um it was rough it was like uh she's a the star is supposed to be like the social media she's a like a model in new york and she's got a like a youtube channel and it's just automatically becoming really popular she's like i don't know how it's happening it's so crazy and um (laughs) i think the whole movie is that she gets like a gig in hong kong um, and when she goes over there, a bunch of spooky stuff starts happening and it's like related to her YouTube channel. Um, that's all I'll say about it. Cause I only watched 10 minutes of it, so I don't have too much. It was just not my, not my vibe. Um, I'm going to be real. I just, I'm sorry. I just looked it up oh, and now I want to watch it. So maybe we'll talk about it on the next one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, want to say anything mean about it because it's it's like the things that are are that i wasn't vibing with are like things that you could probably get past with more money right and i don't want to bring it down for that um it just was like it was a little bit over the uh, i don't know i'm trying to because i don't want to say anything mean about it it's just like the acting and like it yeah. was just a little bit cheesy for me at first, and I could probably get more into it if I watched more of it. But I think that was the day that I wasn't wasn't feeling. I was just like, I think that was the night that I got gotten the shot, my vaccine. So I switched over to Crimson Peak. Always and, a good choice, and loved uh, rewatched that one. So that was it. That was probably our longest introductions of all time. <laughs> yeah. Because I wouldn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. So those are the movies that we watched this week. So now what we're going to talk about is we're going to just slide right on over to the main portion of the show, which is talking about the co-op horror games that we have played this year. And... We want to talk about these three in particular because I don't know when this was, Steph. I, I think it was like right at the start of the pandemic. Yeah. We were looking for a way to do like a virtual game night. And mm-hmm. you had you had mentioned this game, Pacify. Um and we started playing <laughs> started playing that one and it was just a blast. It was super fun. Um and since that time, we've picked up a few other um, horror games. We've started a podcast. We've like, this is like our whole thing now. We like just chatting about <laughs> horror. Obviously, this is this has been our whole life. But 
since starting the podcast, we've decided to um, play horror video games, but then also like record ourselves playing them. So we started a, a YouTube channel that you can find. It's just the spooky town podcast is the name of the, um, the YouTube channel. Actually, I think it's, I just have it under the, the spooky town. You'll find it. <laughs> <It's not important. laughs> just, just go on YouTube and find it. We're um, not we're- sure what it's called, but <laughs> any combination of the spooky and town, you'll know will lead us. you to it. You'll know it's us <laughs> because we have four subscribers and three videos and tens of views. <laughs> yeah. So just remember that. Um, so we've got three different videos of us playing um, three different horror games on there. And the first one that we picked up relatively, um, I think this was one of the first actual like ones that we sat down and played on a regular basis was mm-hmm. uh, Phasmophobia which I'm sure everyone has at least, you know, heard of if you're hanging out in the horror video game space, because it blew up when it came out. It came out in September of 2020. Um, It was released by uh, indie game publisher Kinetic Games. And it's run by just one developer is like the head of it all. And his name, he goes by DK Niter. And he... um, basically built this game to be a little bit more of he just kind of wanted to build something simple and he planned on releasing the full version i think a little bit later in 2020 but it um blew up so quickly that he quickly decided that this was going to be a bigger focus of his he wanted to create a game that would generate some revenue for other projects he had going on but it ended up being so popular that he decided to kind of focus on this full time. And I don't think it's been um, fully released yet. I believe it's still in early access um, because he's working on like a bunch of new maps and all that stuff. So um, it's got millions of sales now. And uh, it, like we said, it hit at a time, you know, when a lot of people were home and looking for games that they could play with their friends. And that's exactly where me and Stephanie were. Um, so we jumped on that bandwagon and now we are like level 120. <laughs> yeah, we're we've played a lot of Phasmophobia. We've put in so many hours into Phasmophobia. Um, and if you haven't played it, it's an absolute blast. So we'll just talk a little bit about the gameplay of it and our experience with it. Um, so you can play with up to four people, it's co-op um horror game where the basic premise is you're going into like houses a high school is one map um, an asylum is a different map and you're going in and you're trying to hunt the ghost that haunts this place and trying to figure out what kind of ghost it is and you use a bunch of different equipment and there's all this all these different kinds of evidence you need to collect and um it's really fun it was so scary when we first started playing it (laughs) That it was like hard for me to play for long periods of time. Do you remember that stuff? <laughs> yeah, we were pretty bad at it at first. Um, yeah, it's just, it's really cool because I think it's, I don't know if it's necessarily unique to the game, but I, I think it's really cool that the, you have to like, not just, um, I mean, obviously you have to interact with the the horror, but I, I really like the spirit box where you have to talk to it 
And yeah. also, it is, I think it's, isn't the ghost, like, it's listening to you talk in general, um, just, like, to your friends whenever you're playing. So if you're, like, talking a bunch, it's going to get more and more riled up. And that's when, yeah. whenever it starts stomping around, I'm like, shut up! <laughs> Yeah, talk. it's 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 really cool how it's like sensitive to your to what you're saying and it like can pick yeah. up and recognize different words that you say. Yeah, it, it's like a little bit more of like an intelligent game, which I really enjoy. It was something that I personally was kind of new to. Mm-hmm. Um, whether or not that's been around for a while is I don't know. But I really liked the even though I never do the spirit box option because I'm too I'm too scared um it's really cool because you have to the spirit box is like a piece of evidence that is possible for you to collect not all of them will respond on the spirit box but um you have to like ask it questions and say the ghost's name in order to anger it and i think that's really cool that it's so responsive in that way yeah yeah that's one of my favorite things about it yeah yeah, it's super well developed yeah it was really difficult at first. Now we're like, eh, you know, it's like, it's still hard and it's still terrifying <laughs> when you hear it stomping after you. But at first, yeah, I mean, it was definitely way more of a challenge. And now we're like, Oh, Pam. <laughs> yes. God or, damn it. Dave. And we'll play the clip here in just a second, because we have a clip from the longer video that we have up on our YouTube channel of us playing phasmophobia. And um, one of our big running jokes with that game is um, this ghost named Nancy, because there is a, uh, a Nancy. <laughs> there's like a Nancy, um, Nancy. There's a, 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 like a Nancy nameplate or whatever in one of the, the kids rooms in one of the houses. And so our joke is like that her name is Nancy and, in the first house that you play, it's like the training house, but then also you can just play as one of the available maps in the mm-hmm. regular gameplay. Um, there's a baby's room and there's like a little, yeah, like name thing on the wall above the crib and it's Nancy. And I would always be like, is it in Nancy's room? Nancy. And then in the <laughs> game, we came across because the names that of the ghosts that are written on like when you are playing the game and you, you know, go to a map, you Mm-hmm. It like loads you into like a van and that's where all your equipment is. And that's where the dude that gives you the assignment is like talking to you and saying what's up. And the objectives are written on a whiteboard behind you and it gives you the information on the ghost and it'll have like a randomly generated name. And while we were making this video, it just <laughs> happened to be Nancy and I'm, and we were at that house and I'm like, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. We're coming Nancy, Plus Nancy is it's just such a fun name to like scream out into the into the void. It is. Um Yeah, so let's let's roll the let's roll the clip of us playing that game. Um because there's a specific moment where Nancy just comes out of nowhere and just annihilates us. So let's uh let's roll that now. <laughs> oh, oh, that pissed her off. That's, oh, oh, oh shit. Oh, she's on her oh, way. Fuck. <laughs> Nancy just left. She's <laughs> she just fucking she done. It's the only time in the history of phasmophobia that a ghost has just left and not tried to kill you. Just had that annoying. Oh fuck! Oh shit! Oh fuck! Nancy, no! <laughs> no! Get me, Nancy! All right, so that was us um, <laughs> running away from Nancy. 
she's very spooky scary um and she did try to murder me in the kitchen but i made it out i made it out alive um from that encounter um but yeah check it out our the full video of us playing phasmophobia is up on like our youtube like i said but also they've got a bunch of cool maps like prison is up um prison we always seem to die in for some reason as well as uh the asylum map which is just so huge <laughs> asylum is a lot that's like i think yeah. my one criticism of the game is i don't like the asylum map because it's so it's enormous huge yeah and it can get kind of frustrating because like so another thing with like so with like the levels of like difficulty there's I, I forget what they call it, but there's ba- it's basically like easy, intermediate, hard, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like a basic leveling. And that um, is one of the things that that determines how long you have, like a buffer time that you have between you getting to the location, getting your equipment in the house or the, you know, whatever it is, um, getting things set up. And then when the ghost is supposed to be like, actually active and has the possibility of killing you they're not Mm -hmm. supposed to be able to like kill you during this buffer time on easy or i think it's amateur actually on amateur um it gives you five minutes so if you're going into like a smaller location that's pretty good that gives you usually enough time to get all of your your shit in the house um if you go to a bigger location it's a bit harder but it doesn't so anyway and then the next um uh difficulty level it gives you two minutes i think mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then the professional level which is the hardest it gives you no time so your your ass is grass the entire time immediately upon walking through the doors yeah it does not matter what level obviously professional is going to be zero anyway but it doesn't matter if you have two minutes or five minutes in asylum no matter what you don't have enough time because yeah. You are just like, you just are trying to find, because th- your first thing that you're trying to do is trying to find the ghost room. Yeah. Because um, that's where the ghost is going to spawn. You know, that's where you're going to get readings and things like that. Um, and just trying to find the ghost room in Asylum is like a nigh impossible task. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it's like, the the way that I'm I find the ghost room is I just go through with the thermometer because if it if the thermometer shows a certain it, if it dips below a certain temperature I know that we're in the ghost room or we're like approaching it sometimes mm-hmm. it will just say the entire hallway is like freezing cold and I'm like well this is not helpful <laughs> yeah and sometimes it's wrong it's fucking tough it's tough yeah. the asylum is so hard and we've played with like I don't think we've ever played Phasmophobia with four people, but we've played with three. And um, yeah, it's like slightly better with three people, but it's still like impossible um, because we're basically just following Stephanie around who has the thermometer, the whole like to try and see where the ghost room is. That's the only way that you can like, I mean, it's not the only way, but it's the quickest way to determine where the ghost room is. And so yeah. it's just us following her around for like 40 minutes and um, and then we die because we accidentally get eaten by the ghost down a random hallway. <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's usually how it works out. So the asylum map, pretty tough. Um, definitely need four people for that one, I think. Um, 
And I think another part of it is just like, you have to keep walking back to the van for supplies. So when you're in asylum, it's so easy to get lost, which is like, it adds to the spookiness of it and everything, but it's a lot of walking back and forth from most, the van. Most of asylum is just walking. It's not yeah. actually investigating the ghost, which I think kind of takes away from the gameplay a bit because you can hold, you can only hold three pieces of equipment at once. And yeah, obviously you're going to be using a flashlight because there's the, like there are no lights really. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You can turn on the lights. It's just that there's a high chance that the ghost is going to turn them off. So we pretty much never turn on the lights. So one of the spots is always, you know, filled up with your flashlight. So you really only have like two spots, like two yeah. free inventory spots to hold equipment. Mm-hmm. So when it's in an asylum, there's, I, th- I think the chance of like the ghost room is just like randomly generated. Like it could be anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God help you if it is far away from the van <laughs> because you're taking basically In two asylum. things yeah. each mm-hmm. out there, putting it down, trying to make it back unharmed, getting stuff, dying. Put, yeah. bringing it back. And then by the time yeah. you actually get all of your stuff out there, if you're still alive, then you can start investigating. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's very difficult. I'm not a big fan of asylum because I think at a certain point, if it like you really have to balance how much fun it is and how you know much of a pain or like difficult it is because i think mm-hmm. once it the the scales tip too much and the this is kind of just busy work that's where you start to lose right like, and i think know, player interest yeah I think. yeah and i think that's that's kind of a common it seems to be complaint with the asylum map not just among like me and stephanie but um like if you go on their discord or um if you look at like twitter or anything like that you'll see people talking about the asylum map and how it's kind of difficult and even in like on the steam reviews and stuff mm-hmm. so um yeah i think uh, i think something that would solve that problem for asylum for like the bigger maps would be if they offered you like a backpack or something you know so you didn't have to keep walking back and forth like maybe you could carry five items instead of three you know it doesn't have to be a ton but for big maps maybe like a backpack would would be good um it works well for the smaller like any of the houses it works fine yeah so yeah i mean phasmophobia is is super fun obviously we've played it one million times um (laughs) it has it has pretty good replayability and they're coming out with new maps which will make that even better but it's just a um a one developer uh show over there so it takes him a while you know um but it's super super fun i'm really glad it it did really well for for him i think that's gonna be um the start of a awesome you know career of making these kind of cool games i hope he keeps doing more spooky stuff um so moving on to the next one. So uh, the next one on our list here is a game we still haven't been able to beat. It's called Devour. <laughs> and uh, this was another one that we picked up. I don't know how we, how did we discover this one stuff? I think you just found it on Steam. Yeah, I think, yeah. And our yeah. like desperate searchings on Steam, like, please. <laughs> <laughs> and see, that's why we're telling you guys, because we desperately search for these games. And so we want to cut down on the, the bull crap for you, for you all. So you just get right to playing the good stuff. Um, Devour is very fun. It's very hard. <laughs> it is very hard. 
Yeah. Um, they when we when we first played it, they only had one map. Um, now they have two. So it was released in January of this year and published by Straight Back Games. Uh, the developers for this one are Joe Fender and Luke Fanning. And um, they have, this is actually their second game. They have another game called The Watchers, which they came out with in March um, of 2020. So, um, and we're seeing, like I said, we're seeing kind of like a, a big, I think, surge. No, surge isn't the right word, but I, I feel like there's more of these horror co-op games coming out now because of, you know, I mean, they're popular. There's stuff mm-hmm. that you can play with your friends and people are very into horror. So I think that that's why we're seeing um, quite a few of these pop up, but devourer is, is fun. It's a, um, you can play with up to four people and um, the premise of it is <laughs> I'm thinking and of the, I, the- <laughs> I'm thinking of the intro. <laughs> the, the- the premise is yeah, that you go. In, Stuff goes. in the in the first map, um, the premise is that you are playing a member of a cult, um, and the leader of your cult, Anna Puerta, um, I think that's her name. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's right. She mm-hmm. the cult worships this like goat demon dude, and she, her, she what she wanted to do Azazel. was summon him, Azazel. Yeah. Uh, that's how she says it. <laughs> the like narrator's voice in the beginning is like this is this like unnecessarily like sexy like yeah. <laughs> voice. Anna Puerta in the in the- summer of or I don't know, I remember which it's in California. <laughs> I don't know. Blistering summer sun. That's what it yeah. is. That's what it she is. She sounds in the blistering summer sun. For all of my um, Skyrim fans out there, she sounds a lot like Astrid, and I would not be surprised if it was the voice actress for Astrid. Mm. Anyway, that's a reference you don't get, Ashley. Oh, so I don't get it at all. Skyrim. I've never played I'm it in my special, life. special um, because I've played uh, Skyrim. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that one of the most <laughs> famous horror, or horror, one of the most famous video games of all time. <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, so you're a member of a cult that worships a goat demon, the leader, and a classic stuff, you know. Classic. Yeah, you know, every it's my Tuesday. Um, the leader of the cult <laughs> really wants to summon this guy, Azazel, and by summoning him, that would mean that he would like possess her. I I think she thought it would be like a f- more fun time somehow, like mm-hmm. she would just be you know, cohabitating her body with this fucking demon. Um, but, you know, surprise, surprise, that's not true. And he's evil, because obviously. What? And she becomes, like, this possessed, like, demon, you know? Yeah. And uh, the cult followers, like, well, I don't know. They want to exercise her of the mm-hmm. demon. So uh you are basically showing up at her house where she's like wandering around all possessed and crazy and you have to sacrifice these like little demon goats mm-hmm. that are wandering around you have to lure them with hay and then when they eat the hay you grab them then you bring them out to this like sacrificial fire pit and light them on fire and you have yeah. to you have to sacrifice 10 goats in order to exercise her and she gets crazier as you go so she gets like it seemingly gets um a little bit more like 
angry and she's like faster and she comes after yeah. you quicker like as time goes on as you sacrifice goats it's a hard game and i i um i actually watched a couple people there's a podcast i listen to called um your kickstarter sucks and i watched those two play with a couple other people play devour and they play video games all the time so i felt less bad because they sucked at it like they it's were hard. Yeah, they were dying left and right and like at the very beginning and it took them a while to like even understand what it was they were supposed to do. And I was like, I don't feel so bad. We too also could not get through the front door. <laughs> oh, and they made the same joke as us, Steph, when we were standing there. Um and we were and it we were like, Oh, no trespassing. Well, guess I can't go in. And they made the same joke and I was like, Damn you. No. Um it Your was Kickstarter fine. sucks is stealing our jokes. Yeah. How you heard you? it here first. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a good explanation of what it is. It's it's just it's, that's a that's it. You're just your whole job is to collect goats and get them out to this fire, but um you have a demon who is trying to get you the whole time, so it's kind of a sneak game. And then on top of that, the more goats that you sacrifice, I guess more of those um You've got like her and she's like the boss, right? And then you've got these smaller demons that come out of the ground and like they like just kind of spawn from a s- certain points and then you can easily kill them, but they're just kind of annoying. Um, they are also after you. And I guess the more goats that you sacrifice, the more of those spawn. Yeah. So it becomes like they just kind of multiply. Um, so, yeah. Which would be fine, but then on top of that, like Ashley was saying, the more goats you sacrifice, the more, like, frenzied she gets, and she will go into, like, a frenzy every single time you sacrifice the goats, so we always, um, like, hide outside for a bit Mm -hmm. and kind of, we try to wait it out, and then we notice after a certain number of goats, she doesn't ever calm down. She just is in constant, like, hunting mode, because that's, like, a thing that, you know, all, like, the video game you know not antagonists but like uh enemies do they'll you know they'll go into like and usually bosses too they'll go into like a frenzied mode and then they'll like calm down or they'll like yeah somehow like uh-huh. stop doing something um but as time goes on she kind of just stays in that mode and it makes it really stressful um it's because she's constantly running after you yeah yeah um, it's impossible to do anything and, and you can get eaten by her and then um well eaten. you can get like you know killed by her and then brought back to life if you have a med kit or if someone else has a med kit and brings it over and like heals you but if everyone is without that and they die then you're like you're dead for real so that's how you yeah. die in the game um and it's yeah. easy to do because she's like freaking just killing you left right and center it's like every five seconds you're dead (laughs) yeah we've gotten to three goats four goats maybe when jay was helping us oh with jay we got um i think six we got like above no that was that was on the second map oh you're right oh yeah. yeah so so they just came out with a new map um and it's awesome. I really like the new map. I think it's really cool. Um, I do like the new be... map 
more than the first one. Yeah. I do too. Because so the first one is in this like farmhouse type thing. And it's actually pretty small. Well, I mean, it's not super small, but it's it's small enough where it makes it even more difficult to get away from her. Um, the second one, or the one that they just came out with is supposed to be like an asylum. And it's it's really big. Um, yeah, it's huge. And it's they did a really good job. Um, I was me and somebody on Twitter were laughing about the fact that the um, so you know how I mentioned the the smaller demon things that like spawn randomly in the first one. Well, in Asylum, they're like demons in wheelchairs, but they just fly up the stairs like no one's business. And so, <laughs> I like that the thought there from the developers were like, "All right, all right, what are we gonna do?" All right, we're going to put them in wheelchairs. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. There's a lot of stairs in this level. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, they'll just ignore that. You yeah. know, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> we, they have to stay in the wheelchairs. Yeah. And they also have to go up and down several flights of stairs. Yeah. Fuck it. It's also very important that they're in wheelchairs. And it's just like, it's so funny because it's like, here I'm thinking this lack of ADA accessibility in this building, you know, that's meant as a medical institution is it's going to be working to shocking. my advantage. And yeah. it's not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. Not only is that shocking and horrifying enough, but and illegal um, and illegal, but, but number it's two, also not even working to, for us. Yeah. It doesn't inhibit <laughs> them at all. Um, which like good for them, right? But no, it's just it's hard. It's it's a hard map too, but it's a little bit um it's easier to kind of get your bearings in that one and mm-hmm. and figure out like a plan. I feel like the first one is so like maniacal running around trying to get away from her all the time that it's a little bit hard to relax. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but this one is a little bit like more spread out. So I feel like you have a little bit more like breathing room to kind of take it in. And so for the second map, the story is that, Mm. um, so when you are like choosing the characters you want to play, the cult members you want to play in the first map, um, I always choose, I think she's like literally like the default, like the first like girl character that comes up, Molly. Um, And when we were trying to play the second map, Molly had a big X over her, and I was like, yeah. I can't be Molly. Who am I going to be? These I know. other peasants. And then we found <laughs> out it's because Molly is possessed in the second map. She's become right. possessed. And so now she's the evil, you know? So I had yep. to be someone else. Um, and she's like, maybe it's just because we played Devour a, a few times and Anna stopped being that scary. Mm-hmm. But She's terrified. Molly is terrifying in the second map, like from her face, which yeah. I saw a lot of because I was the sacrificial lamb in, really during scary. the entire time. Down to the way that she walks, she walks like this very exaggerated, like tiptoe. Yeah, it's really creepy and they super did an unnerving. Awesome, awesome job. Yeah. She's it's really good, and I find that she's definitely a. Uh, way easier to get away from than Anna because she's mm. not like running at like breakneck speed, you know, right. <laughs> like you have a yeah. chance of getting away from her. Whereas like Anna will just eventually get you like no matter what. And you're right. just kind of screwed. Um, but they, yeah, in, I, they did a really good job on that map. 
in that one, you have to like electrocute rats or something instead of sacrificing goats. Yes. Yeah. You have to catch rats and you have to bring them down to like the uh, basement, like where there's this whole science experiment thing set up and you have to put them in the chair and electric electroshock them like Anna and- was or Molly, I guess. As you do. Yeah. So uh, that's Devour. It's super fun. Um, great for a game. I, I don't know how long a game is. I mean, I guess I, I'd say you should expect to probably spend about 45 minutes to an hour playing a game if you make it pretty far in, like if you get enough rats and all that stuff, because it's a fair amount of like sneaking around and hiding too. Um, so it's it's super fun like absolutely recommend that one that's been another one that we've played off and on um nothing on this list we've played as much as we've played phasmophobia but um devour is another good one but it is it it takes a chunk of time to play a game because it's a fair amount of sneaking yeah we definitely played that for like three hours so i don't know where you're pulling 45 minutes from (laughs) for one game for like uh i mean we played, we played oh, the farm played, one, yeah, and then we yeah, played we, the other one. We played that with uh, with Jay, mm-hmm. my boyfriend, and yeah, he kept getting left behind. <laughs> so, <laughs> he was feeling kind of lonely. He was a little but then, scared. Yeah, the way to so like what I was saying with the first map, she goes into like frenzy mode whenever mm-hmm. you sacrifice a goat and then she just kind of stays in it and the, like no amount of waiting has her ever like stop. She just kind of continues in the second map. She will stop being in like the frenzy mode if she kills someone. Mm-hmm. Um, so I volunteered to always be the person who gets killed so that she would stop freaking out. And then Ashley or Jay would come and heal me. Um, And I was like, Jay, I'm the one who had to, I was, I would go out into like the middle of the like whole (laughs) building and I'm like, girl, come for me. Like, I'm here. here. My body is ready (laughs) to be sacrificed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Jay, (laughs) shut up. (laughs) You know how you talk to your partner. Get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. And we also have a, we have a video of this one too. So um, again, go check it out on our YouTube, but I'll play the little clip that we have. This is from the first time that we played it together or one of the first times we played it together. And um, it's at the farmhouse. So enjoy us um, not understanding how to get in the front door and me <laughs> laughing about the size of Stephanie's sandals. <laughs> Roll tape. So, welcome to Ashley and Stephanie. <laughs> Spend the first 30 minutes of every game trying to figure out just how to even walk through the front door. Oh my god. Are we just too <sighs> stupid for this? <laughs> Your sandals are just cracking me. Wait. The fuck? Alright, watch me run. Yeah. <laughs> you okay. see my sandals? Oh my god. Oh my god. Nailed it. Instead of um, battling her, I'm gonna instead run away. Good idea. Thank you. 
Okay, hold on. Let me come downstairs. Oh my god. So that was that. That was Devour. <laughs> we abide the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope you loved it. Um, check out the full one um, on our YouTube. So the last one that we're talking about today is the one, the only. <laughs> Lunch Lady. Lunch Lady. My voice cracked a little bit because I love her so much. <laughs> Um, Lunch Lady is actually, it's pretty similar to Devour in the way that it's set up. So, um, first of all, it was published by Manic Mice and, um, they have another game called Misery Mansion that came out earlier this year, uh, in January of 2021. It's a first person survival game. This is of course, cause these are just all the games that we're talking about are, are co-op horror games, but lunch lady is a co-op horror game came out April 15th of 2021. So it's, um, it's new for right now. It's May of 2021 right now. Um, and it's fun. I, I honestly didn't really know what to expect from it at first. Um, because it looked like the cover art is like just her face and she's so goofy looking, but <laughs> terrifying, but just super goofy. So I was like, nah, this is going to be crazy. And then we started playing it. I'm like, nah, this is good. <laughs> nah, I need new pants. <laughs> yeah, I need some new pants. Um, So like we said, it's similar to Devour in that the whole goal of the game is to avoid this demon lunch lady who's running around a high school trying to find you and thwack you on the head with her frying pan. Um, and your goal is to try to get these test answers that are spread out all over the school. You're trying to collect at least 10 of them. Um, well, you're trying to collect 10 of them to win the game. And the whole time she's running around trying to find you and kill you. And they're spread out everywhere and you have to collect keys and test answers and um, other stuff like that. And yeah, that's kind of it. Um, the map is nice and big, so it's still kind of difficult to avoid her. And the sound, the sound can be kind of confusing sometimes because I think she sounds close when she's not. And um, occasionally she kind of defies the laws of physics and she'll like you'll be upstairs yeah yeah like you'll be upstairs and and you know the other person will be downstairs and you see her upstairs and all of a sudden she just kills the person downstairs so it's a little bit like sometimes she doesn't always like follow the rules (laughs) sometimes lunch lady just breaks the rules and she makes it her own and honestly yeah hashtag girl boss you know, girl that's boss. the and, definition of that. And she is wearing a like a nighty or something. It's like a it's like a baby doll nighty is how I would describe her outfit. Not not very like I'm a food service worker um, and I'm wearing something that's <laughs> been approved by, uh, you know, the health department, the yeah. health department. It's very uh, short and baby doll like. Is how and I would also, describe it. I I noticed I was like watching our video back. It, it has like tool underneath it too, and I'm yeah. like that cannot be comfortable to sleep on, or do whatever <laughs> in. Like, 
lunch lady what are you doing she also has wonderful boots on and honestly respect the the theme of stephanie enjoying very large boots keeps coming up in this episode and it's true lunch lady has fantastic boots um they are they're kind of like moon booty which is right up stephanie's alley yes i want moon boots (laughs) so a little backstory stephanie uh i don't even remember how long this went on for but for a good chunk of time when stephanie was little she wore a tutu and moon boots everywhere everywhere yep Every day, everywhere. <laughs> there was nothing you could do or say to to have her like put on a different outfit. It was it was the nope. same outfit all of the time. It was moon boots and a ballerina tutu that was from a costume that we had gotten for Halloween one year or something. It was like a one piece. It was just like a ballerina costume, um, and yeah. Stephanie wore it absolutely everywhere. Um, I, think I wish like I was four. still. Yeah, like four like and five and stuff. I wish I was still, I had that much um, bravery. <laughs> yes. So lunch lady is brave, is what we're saying. She's she brave. is. She's, just, <laughs> she's living out my like childhood dream, um, which did not include being a lunch lady or being whatever it is that she is, like infected or, I get more it's of the sense clear. that she's like infected yeah. than she is possessed because yeah, that's um, true. when you eventually find the cafeteria and you go behind the like um lunch counter where like the lunch lady would work you see this big like uh, like boils on the floor like this big glowing red like yeah i don't know Mm -hmm. just like gross shit you know um and that's clearly some source of infection um so i feel like she's just infected she's not possessed yeah 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 she's infected um by we don't know what. Maybe it's maybe that's what E. coli <laughs> from all that lunch lady food you had to eat as a kid. Um, I don't know. The chili went bad. Who knows? But it's definitely like coming from the cafeteria and it's and it's like this, like Stephanie said, like this boil gooey, like it looks like it has tentacles kind of. So it kind of looks like a little bit alien almost. But yeah, uh, it's hard to tell what's wrong with lunch lady, but she's not she's not doing so hot. It's what um, we ate when we Ashley and I went to elementary school. Oh my god! I the just food. had a flashback while we were talking about that, and I just like blacked out. <laughs> yeah, thinking <it's> about it. <laughs> bad. The, like the food that we ate growing up was um, it was something. I don't know what you would call it, but it was it was something. Um, uh, I don't know that I would call it food. <laughs> food just, is a strong word. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> that's implying Do it was meant for humans and meant uh, it, that it contains any kind of nutrients that a child needs. <laughs> Do you remember the fucking apples that they used to serve? And they were... Yes, I think they were red delicious. They were. And yep. Jay and I were literally just talking about them and we're like, what? what is the fucking point of red delicious? Cause they are a lie. Awful. They're the Awful. worst. Awful they're like apples. chalky and disgusting. And like, who the, likes the, them? The, the uh, skin is like super thick and it's yes. just like, it's so bad. And I'm like, okay, this is they very have attempt to be at, super like, cheap, right? A granny Smith is cheap. Yeah, that's true. Granny Smith is so much better. Red delicious. Awful. And it was the only thing they, they had. Yep. 
for apples. That was their healthy option. Yep. Yeah. And I remember like, yeah, it was just, it was awful. Like we used to, there was like chili that they had, but it was pretty much just all grease and like a couple beans, like floating. <laughs> floating. <in. laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so gross. Do you um, remember uh, like, I forget what it was called, but it was like multicultural day or oh something. Oh God. Yeah. And they would like, I don't know if they made it, if it was like shipped in, you know, from whatever school <laughs> yeah. lunch company, yeah. but God, <laughs> it was just hard. I, <laughs> Guys, the food was so bad. <laughs> we did not grow up in a wealthy part of town, so. Um, uh, yeah, California <laughs> in the 90s. And I'm sure now, but definitely then, that was when we went to middle school or middle school. That's when we went to uh, elementary school. And it was yeah, Sacramento. very bad. Yeah, yep. not good. Um, I was just, yeah, no, it's it was bad. Uh, what was I going to say about that? Speaking of this, the last thing I'll say, and then I'll get back to lunch lady. But I was just talking about multicultural day with my boyfriend, Aaron. I was telling him about how they used to like make you come dressed up as like, quote, you know, your culture, your heritage or whatever. And um, we were just like very boring, like Irish or something. And (laughs) did we even do anything? My mom sent one year mom sent me dressed like an Irish person. And it was just me with a skirt. I just wore like a long and like okay and she had my hair down or something and i wore like boots and a skirt (laughs) listeners we had um our elementary school had a dress code and skirts were part of that dress code (laughs) it was bad it wasn't like a private school or anything they just had a dress code um so ashley probably looked no different than any other day (laughs) yeah this was like right before we got the uniforms. We had uniforms, I think, when I was in fourth grade on or something. Oh. This was like second grade, I think. I think I was like seven years old or something. They didn't have uniforms the whole time? No, no, that was a new thing. That oh. was um you were the unfortunate one where you came in like I think right when they had uniforms, and I don't think you ever experienced it without nope. uniforms at that school. I sure but, didn't. Um, yeah, I think their rationale for uniforms was that they were afraid of like gang violence and they didn't want people dressing in gang colors. <laughs> so they made a bunch of elementary school kids go out and buy we we're only allowed to wear white tops mm-hmm. and navy blue bottoms. Who in in who <laughs> in someone's name? <laughs> who in someone's name? thinks that having a bunch of children buy white shirts is a great idea. I don't have any idea, but basically I had like three different white shirts got stained immediately, just had to wear them for the rest of the year, completely stained. And we were so broke all the time that we couldn't buy new shirts. And um, uh, I remember the first day I had to, I bought like a new white shirt. I had finally gotten like a white shirt. I really liked it. was like cute. And I wore it into class. And that day we were dissecting squids <laughs> and the squids. I shot ink up onto my shirt and that was it. That shirt was fucked from then on. Um, 
anyways, that's so that's the <laughs> classic <laughs> elementary school. So lunch lady um, clearly has <laughs> brought up a brought lot up of- a lot. <laughs> A lot's Never going up right now. Yeah. Um, lunch ladies, it's good. It's it's very fun. Um it's very like basic, the premise. You know, you don't go into it expecting like the world or anything like that, but it's super fun. Um there is a fun, there was a fun little bug. I don't know if it's there anymore, but um you have to like so at first, when we first played this game, we were shutting off our flashlights and like hiding in rooms to, you know, get away from her. That only worked the first time we played the game. The second time we played the game, it stopped working. <laughs> yeah, she was and, just finding us and coming straight toward us. Yeah, like, we could be hiding in a closet for like 10 minutes and she would just know where we were. Like, yep. So uh, if you play it now, I would just suggest running the whole time all the time yeah don't stop don't hide don't try to like you know go in a closet um it's probably it might work but it's probably not going to so just keep running keep going around there's keys everywhere um i don't know it just seems to get really hard to find like the last thing you need that's been the thing that we've run into a few times with lunch lady like we've been looking for a key for this one hallway for the last, you know, the, for the entire game and we can't find it or yeah. whatever. Um, so we've, we've technically never won lunch lady, but we've gotten to nine out of 10 like test yeah, answers. That's right. Twice like in a row. Yeah. Um, and the last time we played, which we didn't record the last time we, that we played, but we, it was the same thing. We had nine out of 10 test answers and then I could not find the last key. Um, and when lunch lady like hits you, like, you know, quote kills you, you're not technically dead, but when she does that, if you have a med kit, you don't, um, like fully die. You can come right. back if you use the med kit. So if, if everyone dies and doesn't have a med kit, then the game is like officially over. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can both be downed and have a med kit and the game is still going. So that's what happened. Ashley and I were both hit. So we were down, but we both had a med kit. Or I think I had a med kit. You did not. And yeah. I that was another thing. I could not find another med kit. And I'm like, I think I thought those were like infinitely respawning, but I guess they're not. So yeah, Ashley's so just kind of screwed. Finite, so yeah. And mm-hmm. um uh we crawled all over the entire school and could not find the key. And I swear to God, it did not exist. And then uh, I eventually yeah. was like, okay, I'm just going to heal and God help me if I die. <laughs> I healed. God did not help me. And I died. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it's it's tough. That's also, I mean, I, I will say, so on the list, on the scale, Devour is definitely the hardest in terms of like, it's just impossible in the first map to like in the farmhouse map to like get away from her. It's just kind of impossible. So you just kind of have to expect that you're going to keep dying and you have to be like ready for that. Um, Lunch lady is a little bit easier as far as that goes, but it's still really hard. And when, and she, like you said, there's no hiding from her really. Um, So you just have to keep going. And like we said, it kind of feels like once you get to the very end, the last thing that you need is like impossible to find. And so you end up spending most of your time looking for that last thing. And then you just die eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
but it's fun to run around a haunted uh high school with your friends and scream um when this <laughs> red glowing lunch lady in a uh, freaking tutu is running after you with a f- <laughs> with her cast iron <laughs> like uh i don't know what the kids call it outfit inspo <laughs> oh yeah um <laughs> You know what took me forever to figure out was the OOTD hashtag, and I just never looked oh. it up. But that's what I knew that what means. it was. Out, outfit of the day. Yeah. For anyone that's curious. I guess um, outfit of the day. I don't know. I don't know what they call anything. I'm old. <laughs> no, but outfit inspo. That's a thing, I think. I don't know. <laughs> We're making it a thing. Okay. We have a very influential voice in the fashion uh, in the lunch lady fashion universe for sure um yep so that's lunch lady and you guessed it we also have a video of us playing that because we've referenced it a few times so you should probably know that by now but uh that also is up on youtube and once again we're gonna play a little clip from the time that we recorded it i'm trying to remember what's in this clip i think it's just us running around and dying so enjoy that (laughs) all right welcome to lunch lady high (laughs) where the only thing you'll be eating is Is the lunch lady (laughs) yeah 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 oh god shit (laughs) (laughs) sorry I got spook- <laughs> I got spookied for a second. Oh fuck! Run, girl. Are you just wearing like a dress? She's got an outfit. She's got a whole look. She does. She- I don't think that that would be um, health department approved. If I'm just being honest. Oh shit! No. She got me. Fuck! 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 Ah! <laughs> Oh my god. Did we die again? (laughs) All right. Well, now you got a taste of (laughs) a taste of lunch lady. Or as we say in that clip, lunch lady high. Um got a little taste for what the lunch lady was serving up that day. And it was my ass. (laughs) (laughs) My whole ass. Um those are and looks there we go <laughs> that's what i was trying to do <laughs> serving up looks so really good there it pun. is um so go check those videos out they're super good um and we're definitely going to be doing more of these like if you all have any recommendations for any co-op horror games definitely let us know we've played pacify 2 but we haven't really played that one as much as as these three. Um, so these are our recommendations so far. <laughs> if you want to watch me playing Resident Evil 7 Biohazard and me screaming the entire time, <laughs> you can also do that. <laughs> yeah, totally. If you want to watch Ashley playing um, Layers of Cake or whatever it was, uh, <laughs> screaming the entire time, we can also do that. <laughs> we can. Um, I'll have to figure out see we're kind of new i'm new to the whole like streaming world um and we still haven't really streamed yet but 
we're just recording ourselves playing. But if I can figure out how to record myself on Switch, then um, I could show you playing. I could show myself playing a few of those. But yeah, um, and you all came through with the recommendations for um, other games that we should check out. I know people were talking about on Instagram when I asked that question were saying that um, the new Resident Evil Village is pretty fun. Yes. And I, have you played it? Have you been playing it? No. Or you want I, to? I need to see my girl, uh, big tall lady. <laughs> yes. Who I'm in love with. Everyone is. It's the. Um, she's really hot. She yeah. is. And did I show you? I should send you um, somebody. Render Render Queen, I think is what the. Hold on. I think is what her name is. Render Goddess. Okay. Let me just show you. I know this is all really exciting for you all um, not being able to see what I'm talking about. But <laughs> if you. Um, go to Instagram, check out render goddess. She did. She's awesome. Her stuff is, is digital, but it's her. But in like, she renders herself into like costumes and things like that. So Stephanie, I'm going to send you this picture right now, but you guys should all go check her out. But check out this. She redid that main character, um, which I could never remember what her last name is. Madame. Uh, it's lady and okay. So I think it's pronounced differently in the game. Also, she looks awesome. And how beautiful is that? How beautiful is that recreation? She looks great. Um, so in the game, it's pronounced differently, but then from other people and how I would read it would be lady like Dimitrescu. Mm. But in the game, it's like Dimitrescu or something. And I don't, I don't really know. She's just big vampire mama. I don't know if she's a vampire. <laughs> I love her. She's a tall, hot lady. Big vampire who, mama. Yeah. Yeah. She's the hot lady giant, and I'm in love with her. Um, I remember yeah. when I first saw the she's like great. the like infamous screenshot of her. Um yeah. uh like up like above her, so you can tell how tall she is. And then yeah. also like a, her daughters are behind her. I remember when I first saw that, it looks so real. I thought it was from like a movie or a show or something. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. what is this? I need to watch it right now. And then I eventually found out it was for the game because it was it, it hadn't come out yet. It only recently came out. And mm. all of a sudden I saw her everywhere and everyone was talking about the hot tall lady. <laughs> yeah, everyone was <laughs> into it. Yeah. And it just became like this like sensation and they were not expecting her to be that popular. And I'm like, you made this lady like nine foot, like God bless, yeah. you know, and like super hot. <laughs> you weren't expecting yeah. everyone to be super gay about it. I don't <laughs> And we've I all know. been cooped up indoors for a year. So what do you want from us? <laughs> we're all well, very um not just that, but also because she could kill me. Like, that's fine. I'm good with that. <laughs> she can just Tones. kill me. Yeah. So that was a, that one came through quite a bit. And then someone suggested something called like Day Z. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which I had never heard of before, but yeah, it's multiplayer. That's, a, that's, it's been out for a while. I think it's like zombies or something. Mm. Um, Yeah. That's a really popular game. Yeah. I had actually never heard of it before. So, um, but like I said, I'm kind of new 
to video games. So still kind of getting into all this stuff. But yeah, if you're looking for a good game night with you and your friends, Phasmophobia, Devour, and Lunch Lady are three top picks that will not let you down. Um, on the scariness scale, Phasmophobia is definitely the scariest. Uh, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, so if you're looking for like real spooky, real spooks, then Phasmophobia is, is great. If you're looking for like, I mean, they're all team based, right? But if if you're looking for more of like, a, just like screaming and running around, then Devour and Lunch Lady are good for that. <laughs> <laughs> but Lunch Lady is a lot less frustrating, I think, than Devour. Devour is harder. Yeah. Devour the first is absolutely map- harder. The first map in Devour is definitely the most frustrating. The second map is a lot more, I think, player friendly yeah. for like all skill levels, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, Phasmophobia is also very player friendly. It's it's good. Yeah. Phasmophobia, Phasmophobia is just like a great all around game. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Phasmophobia is like a really good game and shockingly like few bugs and and things like that for something that was created by one person. And it was, it was essentially his first game. I think it was, it was his first game. Um, so. And if you think about it, amazing Bethesda job. has made a lot of games and we all know how that has gone. <laughs> so um, we all, I, we've all played Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Um, so I did look up our own YouTube channel and I am able to confirm <laughs> that it is called the spooky town. <laughs> oh good <laughs> I'm not good I'm not good at it also um, I don't have a custom URL because you can't get one until you have a hundred um, subscribers so can you guys get on that and then I can create our own URL oh, really? so it's not youtube.com slash 3246x <laughs> yeah they don't let you create a custom one until you have a hundred subscribers why that's so stupid isn't that dumb i don't know so guys we want to do more of these and eventually like steph said we'd like to upload some where it's just like one of us playing a game too like we want to build this out into more of a thing so go check it out it's going to be lots of new fun stuff up there um and thanks for joining us on episode 11 where we just chit chat about horror video games. This has been fun. Yeah. We're going to have to play a lot more and expand on the spooky town. Absolutely. uh, Lore. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) That rhyme. All right. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, You're the best. Uh, Go play. (laughs) Oh, go play horror video games. Um, And Steph, do you have anything to say to the people as a sign off? Yes. How many subscribers do we have on Spotify? We got to make fun of it. Oh, uh, I can look that up right now. Hold on. I have my little button right here. Oh, fuck. I'm logged out. Shit. All right. I don't know. (laughs) I think it's. Yay. I think it's 20. Oh, <laughs> time to get snooty about it. That's the Ashley way. <laughs> I am. Um, 
I am super snooty about our 20 that's, subscribers on, on Spotify. That's my message to the people. I also think it went down to 19. So, um, <laughs> okay. Well, maybe right, it's because cool. you're making fun of so much. You ever think about that? Uh-uh. All right. We love you. Have fun. Stay inside. Uh, well, no, go outside. It's sunny, but be, be safe and um, get your vaccines and continue to wear masks um, and watch your horror movies and play your games. What else, Steph? Um, that's pre- <laughs> that covers it. Pretty all right. much. That, that's literally all I do. I stay inside. I'm vaccinated and I watch horror <laughs> so All right. you just described my life <laughs> okay we love you guys bye see you next time bye bye <laughs>